Hi, it's Laura from the FIRE podcast. I'm super happy to announce that we've put together three special episodes dedicated to the boiling energy of European scenes in collaboration with We Are Europe. We Are Europe is an independent online media dedicated to emerging and alternative cultures in the form of interviews, of surveys. We Are Europe explores the idea that impact culture on a continental scale from club culture to societal challenges from the new artistic practices to our relationship with new technologies. This medium is supported by eight European festivals, including Nu Sonore in Lyon, Unsound in Krakow in Poland, Today's Art in The Hague in the Netherlands, and Sonar in Barcelona in Spain. Three fire episodes to dive into the emerging European scenes. Let's go! Hey, listen, Laura, I just heard about a Spanish rapper whose name is Morad. What he's doing is really, really good. I found out that he's uh, doing some collaborations with French rappers, especially Jules. Who the hell is this dude? Where does he come from? Morad is a rapper from Barcelona and he's very successful in Spain. He's been increasingly successful since 2019. In December 2021, two of his tracks came first and second on the list of the most streamed songs in Spain. It's not that complicated. Morad is the Spanish rap star these days. What's interesting is that there's a very French feel to his aesthetic and more precisely, a very Marseille vibe to it. Hold on, you can't stop teasing me here. I want to know more about him. Can you break it down for me? Okay, Christoph, I'll tell you everything you need to know. What I suggest is that we have a little look at my WhatsApp. I'm in touch with local journalists, DJs and rappers. They are the ones who are going to tell us about this phenomenon, the reasons for Morad's success, the rise of trap music in Spain, the cultural effervescence of Barcelona. Come on, buckle up, because we're off to a flying start, heading for Barcelona. Fire. Voice notes from Barcelona. Trap music in collaboration with We Are You. As I just told you, Morad is one of the most popular rappers in Spain these days. Morad is 22 years old and he comes from a working class area, if not a rough one, in the suburbs of Barcelona in Catalonia, Spain. It's the district of La Florida in l'Hospitalet de Llobregat. It's also where a large Moroccan community lives. Morad was born in Spain to Moroccan parents. It's important to know that there's been a vast Moroccan immigration to Spain since the 1980s. And the phenomenon has been particularly intense in the last 10 to 20 years. The Moroccan community is the largest foreign diaspora in Spain. Morad is part of the second generation, as they say, the one which was born in Spain. In just over two years, he's become the most popular rapper in Spain. Since 2019, he's been dropping hits like Normal, You No Boy, Motorola, Soñar, Toca and Como Están. As a matter of fact, if you go on YouTube, you'll hardly find a track of his below 10 million views. It's completely crazy. An album is expected to be released in 2022. 
But truth be told, Murad is a simple, authentic guy who tells you about the streets, and it is. He's a guy who smells like the streets, who sweats like the streets, who tells you about the vida loca of the difficult neighborhoods, the poor neighborhoods, and, well, he does it with a crazy flow and a highly recognizable voice. And all this on pretty varied productions, on reggaeton, on fast up tempo tracks, but especially on tracks in the same style as those by French rapper from Marseille, Jules. In his videos, he's always dressed simply. He doesn't wear design clothes or tacky outfits, no jewelry, if you know what I mean. He's always in tracksuits, like his mates. And his videos are always shot on the street in his neighborhood. There's no concept, no fiction, no beach, no nature. No, it's just his neighborhood, the people in his neighborhood, and a lot of children of the neighborhood. In fact, Murad is really the working class hero. Acostumbrado a tirar dado y ganar taco. Repito, no juzgo a ninguno para, 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 para. By the way, MDLR, the label he created, is an acronym for Mec de la Rue, which in French means street guy. I'd say that his clips are simple, but on the other hand, the aesthetics are always top-notch on a visual level. It's always beautiful. His videos tend to magnify the street. To understand the phenomenon a little better, I contacted Yibril in Barcelona. Yibril is a rapper, producer, DJ and streamer. He made a name for himself in the rap group called La Rue Boys, for which he produced and rapped. Now he's the resident DJ at the Fuego parties at Razmataz. Razmataz is the biggest nightclub in Barcelona. There are five different rooms, one of which is Fuego, which is dedicated to rap and trap music and has a capacity of over a thousand people. This is where all the most important names of the new Spanish rap generation play. Yibril is also a streamer on the Twitch channel of the clothing brand Grimy. It's a channel dedicated to music. He gets a lot of artists every week. I asked Yibril how he explained Morad's success and what he thinks to be special about this rapper. How can we explain Murad's success? Well, I think there was a need for someone to represent the immigrant community or the second generation, especially Moroccans and North Africans. He's like a kind of character who stands for all these people who I think are not represented yet. And what's so special about him? He made music in Spain that sounds like the French scene. I think he brought the French sound a little bit and he took it to his own territory because if you look at his vocal tones, they are a little bit flamenco and I think it's very fresh and that's why he succeeded musically it sounds very good that's why it's also successful outside of Spain wait we have Laura Yibril talks about the French music scene, but what does Morad have to do with France? Because you already mentioned the fact that Morad's tracks are in the same style as Jules. I want to know more. You're right, there are quite a few links between Morad and France. So, first of all, as you can hear, Morad has a sound that is similar to the one created by the Marseille rapper Jules. 
And for the record, Jules is an emblematic rapper of Marseille, the largest city in the southeast of France. He made a name for himself in the mid-2010s with his synthetic, fast and catchy productions. Just like Morad, he distinguished himself by a simple, authentic style close to the street and to the people. In six years, he has become the best-selling artist in the history of French rap. He's a very prolific artist who releases at least two albums a year. He brought together the whole Marseille scene in the Très Organisé project. But moreover, the two rappers have already made several feats. Jules invited Morad on the track Vatos Locos from the album La Machine in 2020. And for his album Indépendance, released in December 2021, Jules invited Morad for two tracks. There's the song La Street and there is Toda la Noche on which we can also find naps. It's also be said that Morad works with French producers like Scar or Voluptique, who are also used to working with Jules. But Morad doesn't only work with Jules, he's already made feats with many other French rappers like Timal, Rimka, Lacrime and Mr. You. While talking with Ibril, I wanted to know where this connection between the two scenes came from and if Jules was well known in Spain. No, I think Jewel is not very well known here. Maybe now he's starting to be listened to more because Morad is doing a similar sound, which is in the same line. Well, afterwards there was a time when MHD was very present here because of Afro trap, because of football also. Because here in Spain, football is the basic sport. I mean, everyone is a big football fan and MHD has always been connected to football. Here we have a group called Afrojuice195 that does Afrotrap in Spanish. In fact, our crew, LaRue Boys, the most famous song we did was with them. And let's say it was the most listened to Afrotrap song when MHD came. The most listened to song in Spain and it was with them. It was LaRue Boys and Afrojuice. You can find it on YouTube. Okay, so we know this is not the first time Spanish hip-hop has been inspired by French rap. The Parisian rapper MHD and his over-the-top Afro-trap influenced the whole scene in Spain which was represented by this group, Afrojuice195, a few years ago. Yibril was referring to football and it's true that there are a lot of references to football in Spanish rap, especially to French players. In the videos, you see a lot of PSG shirts and in the lyrics, there are a lot of references to the French player Kylian Mbappé. In fact, at the beginning of Murad and Troby's song Como Están, Murad repeats Mbappé's name over and over again. Murad's prods are close to Jules, but it must be said that Murad brings something very different with his language, his flow, his musicality. So I'm definitely not saying that Murad is copying Jules in any way. Okay, so I've been talking about Murad for quite a while now, but Murad is not an isolated phenomenon that came out of nowhere. There's another rapper who's very successful in Spain and who comes from the same neighborhood as Murad, Benny Jr. He's also from Morocco. 
I have to share with you one of his hits from the year 2021. I'm sending you the track Como La El and it's produced by El Guincho. You know, the producer behind the sound of the Spanish singer Rosalia or the Belgian singer Luz and the Yakuza. So obviously this song is total fire. Like in many countries, rap has become the most popular music in Spain. There are a lot of very successful rappers, but 10 years ago, it seems to me, this music was much more than an underground thing. At the beginning of the 2010s, there was a crew called the Kefta Boys, then renamed Poor Gang, which was a real pioneer in this genre. In that crew, you had rappers like Young Beef, KD Kane, Khaled, Barcelona's Cecilio G and El Mini. And you also had the star producer Steve Lean. This is really the pioneer crew of this new wave in Spain. This collective, among other things, gave birth to the label La Bendición in 2016. So I'm not saying that there was no Spanish rap before the 2010s, but during that decade, there was a paradigm shift. The sound of Spanish rap evolved towards trap and it started to reach an increasingly large audience. I know I got hit with this new music in 2015 when Young Beef released his hit Beef Boy. It was amazing. In the video, you could see Young Beef on overboards, which let's not forget was a big trend at the time. The track was signed by Metro Booming and Southside, two of the biggest American trap producers. Metro Booming wants more about this story, I contacted Daniel Majodi. Daniel is a journalist from Barcelona. He's one of the founder of El Bloque Collective, which analyzes Spanish urban music. You can check out El Bloque's YouTube channel. It's great. They've interviewed all of the most interesting artists of the new Spanish scene, like C. Tangana, Miss Nina, Bad Gal or Young Beef. In addition, they offer live sessions of new artists. So basically, El Bloque is the channel to follow if you're interested in the Spanish scene. In 2021, El Bloque even released a book, Making Flush, on the occasion of the 10th anniversary of the so-called Spanish urban music. I have a bit of trouble with the term urban music, especially in the French context, because this expression is somewhat discriminating. But in Spain, it's also an expression that is used to designate all the music at the crossroads of hip-hop, electronic Latin music, reggaeton, etc. In any case, the book is magnificent and it goes back over many aspects of this new musical generation in Spain. I asked Daniel if Morad's huge success was the culmination of what had started 10 years earlier with the Kefta Boys and then La Bandition. Yeah, 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 you're completely right. The Morad phenomena 
is uh, the, like the final stage of uh, an evolution of Spanish musical scene that it was evolving and changing and even improving this, um, I would say, like 12 or 15 years ago. Obviously, La Bendición, it was completely key to understand the point that we are now. More or less like in 2030, um, it was the moment when groups like Kefta Voice or individual artists like Katie Kane or Cecilio G were super important to understand the musical movement that we have now. The way that they express, the way that they dress, the way that they uh, promote and show their music to the public, the statements that, that they show to the public were super different, were super, super shocking. And I'm completely sure that they, these people in this moment were one of the most key moments for the change of paradigm of Spanish musical scene. In order to understand how it all began, how Spanish trap was formed, Majordi told me about the musical currents that crossed, influenced and nourished the Spanish scene in the early 2010s. At the beginning of 2010, the influences here in underground music was uh, where like LA underground scene, super dark, super influenced by rock with guitars and all of this, like La Coca Nostra, like Cypress Hill, like Jedi Mind Tricks. This was uh, like one of the most popular sound here in, in Spain, even though we had a lot of different styles, but this was like the predominant sound in underground. Then, like two years later, start this trend of the drill of Chicago with um, rappers like Chief Keef, like uh, Lil B, European rappers too, like uh, John Lynn, this uh, cloud sound, this based philosophy was key to transform the sound that was predominant before and mix with the, the, the Spanish cultural scene and creating like the first super big wave of trap in Spain. So now that we've listened to all the ingredients of this musical cocktail, how did it all come together? I asked Majordi to tell me which cities played the most important part in this transformation and in particular what precise role Barcelona played in this new musical trend. It's hard to point what was the exact moment of this change, but as I said before, uh, 2013 was key because cities like Granada, like Madrid, like Barcelona, start to exchanging influences, start to collaborating through their artists and start to mix these kind of influences that they had. American influences, uh, European influences uh, and Spanish too. And mixing all of this and, and like creating something different innovating, innovating the, the sound, innovating the language, innovating the slangs, innovating the, their image. In this moment, this place of reunion, it was Barcelona, was uh, very important to understand what, what we have now. 
Another thing that's given Spanish music a real boost, I would even say a massive kick, was the arrival in the mid-2010s of Neo Perreo. Neo Perreo is a musical genre that originated from Latin America and the Hispanic communities in the United States. It's really a global digital scene in the sense that it was formed in various countries via the internet. Neo Perreo is a kind of emo reggaeton, a music in which artists can sing and rap their emotions, their sadness. We sometimes talk about the sad girl reggaeton, but at the same time, they make people dance, they make their bodies shake. Yes, it's a very sexy side to Neo Perreo. Well, it's still reggaeton, isn't it? It's a style that's mostly represented by women. Among the pioneers, there was the Chilean Tomasa del Real. It's a style with a strong political message. Neo Perreo is feminist, it's queer, and it's also a futuristic music with lots of great innovative producers like Talisto or Dinamarca. And soon, this music resonated a lot in Spain with Miss Nina, Lazovi or Albani. And when we talk about Barcelona and contemporary music, it's impossible not to mention the queens, Bad Girl and Bea Pelea. Bad Girl is perhaps the most popular neo perreo singer. She made a name for herself in 2016 with her hit Fibre, an incredible, futuristic, emo, magical, I can't even find the words to describe it, track produced by French producer King Doudou. If you haven't done so yet, you should go and listen to Warm Up, Bad Girl's latest project released in 2021. So, a minute ago, I was talking about Bea Pelea. She's another Barcelona rapper. She's very active and she organizes the La Congri Nights in Razmataz. You know, the nightclub in Barcelona, which nights are dedicated to this neo-perio and trap aesthetic. <laughs> Daniel Majudi from El Bloque explained to me in more detail what Neo Perio has brought to Spanish music. As in other scenes and in other countries, uh, here in Spain, the musical scene was like uh, predominantly masculine. But fortunately, like uh, in 2015, 2016, with the, the appearance of, of big uh, artists like Miss Nina, Lazowi, Bea Pelea, Batgial, obviously, Soma Damantina, that it, was, that it was one of the pioneers here, obviously, Rosalia. Girls uh, had super difficult here in Spain to be recognized as, as main artists in, in the main festivals, in the main stage, in the main discotheques here in, in Spain. Neo Perreo was super important because it is a movement that uh, races in South America and, and Central America, but it was like um, understood here in Spain by some of these main artists that I said before. It was very important to start having like two different genders uh, in one scene, like it was trap and it was 
perreo that people can dance at the discotheque because as I said um, before in 2000 when the rap scene it was like very influenced by rock and very sad and very dark it was interesting but it was not too fun like too able to dance in, at the disco Something that struck me when I was looking into Murad and Benny Jr. is that they both claim to have an Afro side to their music. I had the impression that the word Afro didn't cover the same codes in France and Spain. So Daniel Majodi told me a bit more about the Afro dimension of the music of these two rappers and more importantly, he told me more about what their rise represents from a social and cultural point of view. Now the new phenomenon of Morat, Benny, Skinny Flex, uh, Nixie and a lot of uh, drillers here in Spain, a lot of people doing this gender that Jules invented in France. It's impressionant because the numbers that they are are shocking. But um, I think that this is the result of uh, a lot of work of this Uh, artists that uh, we are mentioning that they little by by little they were constructing they uh, they were building audience for that we have today morad benny these thrillers the majority of them are are from maghreb roots or african roots from the outskirts of barcelona madrid and bilbao and a lot of big cities here in spain And these Afro influences that they have are not only musical, are not only referenced with the beat or with the sound, with the autotune. You can see these influences in their slang, how they dress, how they express, the people that are with them at the clips, at the visuals and all of this. I think that finally here in Spain, the African diaspora It's a starting to have a place that in France has like 20 years ago, but here in Spain is like something super new and something that that we are we me as African African descendant. I'm super super proud of this cause. It's the time. Now is the time. Okay, so we've been talking about Barcelona for a while now. I think it's impossible to talk about rap in Barcelona without saying a little more about Cecilio G. As I said before, this rapper was part of the Kefta Boys crew, the pioneer collective in trap music in Spain. He's the legend of rap in Barcelona. He has a completely punk universe and his first stage name was Punk Negri. He's all tattooed and he's got a bit of a trashy look. But he's a great artist who breaks new ground, an artist who is extremely free and doesn't turn down any musical adventure. 
The beatmaker Suave44 can attest to this. In 2020, he worked with Cecilio G on the new album La Bestia del Mambo, a project inspired by Latin American music. He told me about the creative process and explained to me why Cecilio G is a legend. The collaboration with Cecilio G happened because I have a colleague who knows him and who also makes music. His name is Carlos Segaretti, and he told me that he wanted to do something with mambo rhythms, merengue rhythms, something more Latino. And Carlos said, I know a producer who'd be great for this sound, and that's how it happened. He put us in contact, we did everything in Madrid, he came here and recorded some songs, we recorded them in a hotel. And that's when I really realized what makes him special, you know. The way he writes, the way he's able to create a song, it all came together very quickly. We created a beat right away and we recorded it. And he went through measure by after measure and then we put it all together and it was good. I really enjoyed working with him. I think that's where his legend comes from. He really works out his lyrics and that's what touches people. Suave44 also told me how the status of the producer, the beat maker, has evolved in Spain in recent years. Yes, for sure. And in the last few years, the figure of the producers progressed a lot. Before, it was like being in the dark and not being exposed to the public. And now it's like the producer is the one who really matters. And I think it's very good for us that the industry and people recognize that, because that's how it should be. A producer, at the end of the day, matters a lot in the final product and what people listen to. And I think that's good. So I've talked a lot about Morad, Benny Jr. and Barcelona, but you can't really say that there's a Barcelona sound or a really unifying scene. You can't really say that Morad, Benny Jr., Cecilio G or Bad Gal are part of the same music scene. Each artist really has its own universe, its own network. I'm also thinking of the Barcelona rapper of Brazilian origin, MC Buzz, who injects baile funk into Spanish rap. What we've just listened to was the track CJD by MC Buzz and Lightisen. Laitisen is a Barcelona rapper of Catalan and Senegalese origin who's trying to bring together other artists from the region around him. Laitisen has been one of the leading figures in Spanish rap for several years. He's become a very big star by also having an acting career. He plays in the Spanish Netflix series Elite. You should definitely go and listen to Jum, the album he released in 2021. 
I was able to talk to him and he told me how the city of Barcelona feeds him artistically. He also described the artistic and creative effervescence of the city. Barcelona is the place where it all happens. I think we have a lot of cultural diversity and in the end, it's really mind-opening. It's a city with a coast, we're a generation of people who are open-minded and I think that you really see that in our music and what we do with Cute Mob. We just talk about our experiences in Barcelona with all kinds of people and in our music you can see that there are lots of different things like more aggressive stuff, easier to listen to stuff there's a bit of everything and I think it represents the different inner worlds that we all have and all the different places we come from there are black people, there are Filipino people there are white people, there's people from everywhere and I think in Barcelona when you walk around like in the Rabao area for example and you find all of this mix we're all in this together we're all in the same group and that's what feeds us I think I don't know what it is about Barcelona that's always been like this if I think about it since Picasso, since Dali everybody's been coming with something creative in Barcelona and a lot of artists from all around the world come here and I don't know if it's the sea I don't know if it's like the mountains or the climate Barcelona in general is just this place with a lot of creativity that artistic and bohemian approach yeah I also think that the Catalan ideology is a bit anarchistic and that brings more exploration and even more art in the end In 2020, Lady Sen founded the Cute Mob Collective, which includes a bunch of Barcelona artists, but not only. It's mainly very interesting artists of the new generation, both in rap and R&B, with all the influences we've been talking about since the beginning of this podcast, yet with a very smooth side. And this has already resulted in a first album called Cute Tapes, which was released in 2020. If you want to dive into the new Spanish scene, it's actually a really good starting point. Lighty Sen told me about the history of this collective and the ambition of this project. In the beginning, it was a project to get friends together and help, you know, help each other get jobs and help each other in the creative process. Eventually, it diverged into different individuals sharing a management team, becoming kind of, you know, like an agency or something like that that supports like-minded artists. I don't think you have to be friends to be part of it. Just have a project that's kind of in the same vibe as what we do at Cute Mob, and I think everything can be done. And the ambition of the project is to push people who we think have potential and talent that people deserve to hear. It's also to set a new statement with talent and artists because I think what we do here is still weak compared to a global level. It would be so nice to have something serious here that gives opportunities to young people and that doesn't suck like so many things do. Estás. No sé si es raro que no salga la voz 
Well, Christophe, now I guess you have a good overview of what's going on in Spain when it comes to rap and contemporary music. So I guess now you have the keys to understand the phenomenon around rap Murad and everything that led to his breakthrough. In my opinion, I think this is just the beginning for Morad. I think he can become an international star and we may see him collaborate with some of very big rappers like Bad Bunny. Who knows? Anyway, before I leave you, Christophe, I really wanted to thank my guests, Yibril, Daniel Majodi from El Bloque Media, Suave44, Lady Sen for all their answers. I also wanted to thank King Dudu and Antonia Folguera for the help. And finally, a big thank you to the Sona Festival in Barcelona, to We Are Europe and Artifarty, the organizing association of Nuit Sonore Festival in Lyon and founding member of We Are Europe. Well, Christophe, now I think you have tons of things to listen to for the next month. I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thanks a lot, Laura. I love these free episodes about Europe. Warsaw, the Netherlands, and now Barcelona. We truly have some incredible and bubbling scenes. Fire, 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 fire. Fire, a show by Nick Lajedio, in partnership with We Are Europe, with support of CESEM and Creative Europe. Written by Renaud Brisa. Translation by Carla Pera. English voice, Laura Tauchanov and Sylvan Matherin. Director, Marlo Williams. And produced by Christoph Payette.